RadioInfluence.com. So you should have another social media channel for what? Please tell me what would that one be called? And what would you do on that that we don't already see on all the chaotic channels you have going on right now? Do better. I would do better. You would do better at what, though? I don't know yet. So that's just a category. Do better. <laughs> to do better. Mm. You know? Mm. I'm here, though. There's probably a song about you out there somewhere. I just ain't thought It is. It. It's called, Where are my little booties? There are my little booties. Hey, little booties matter. Hey. Little booties matter. That's my song. No, seriously. That and uh here's the thing about that song. Who made the song written? What? Trap trap Beckham. Okay. I'm just checking. A lot of girls jump on yes. these songs because they hot on whatever and they don't know who made the song. No, he was actually down here. He partied down here one time and like performed and everything. And, so and, and did you get up there and throw your ass in a circle? I told him thank you, actually. I did. I did. And I also thanked him for making a song for us little booty girls because we do matter. Brittany, is there ever a time that you don't feel it's appropriate to throw your ass in a circle? <laughs> no, really not. Unless uh, there's a lot of old people. You really said it's around. really not? Like, let me let me give you a couple. I... Let me give you a couple examples that might be inappropriate for you to throw that ass in a circle. I can't think of one. Church on Sunday? If I went. <laughs> yes. Um, it depends depends on how like some of the songs get lit though some of the songs are vibey they are vibey enough that you should throw your ass in a circle at well i wouldn't i wouldn't mean to it just would happen naturally and then i'd be like oh my bad forgot where i'm at okay my bad lord okay well, (laughs) well maybe the gym's not a place to throw your ass in a circle you know what i won't agree with you on some of the equipment because it's dangerous only out of pure danger okay well let's try this one your nephew's birthday party. How old is he about to be two next time? He's going to be two next He's birthday? He's going to be two next time. That is probably an inappropriate spot to throw your ass in a circle. Definitely not. Not with my family. Every every kid's birthday, there's drinking and twerking definitely involved. Let's start with this, Brittany. I thought you said it was the kid's birthday. They're two. <laughs> I know, but like Spanish people, no. It's really a party for us. It's them. They get the cake. They get the presents. And then we party. Okay, here's one more place. Um, And I know you probably don't go here much because we discussed your credit score last week. But in line at the bank to see a loan officer. Probably not a place to throw your ass in a circle. <laughs> okay, there I will not do that because there's, yeah, no. I, there's a lot of judgment in that room. I mean, there's pretty much zero to none chance that you're going to get a loan with any kind of a decent interest rate. So I'm not sure why you're in there. You but- think the twerking would affect it? Probably. Yeah, you're right. I won't do that there then. Sometimes I think it's great that you can answer your own questions. That's why I just sit here. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes I just think it's great that you can handle your own questions. I, I talk to myself a lot, Ekin. I find it very helpful. And I also do the thing where, like, okay, if you're going to give advice to someone, like, that same advice, give it to yourself. So put yourself in someone else's position. And what would you tell them if they were in your position? Okay. How would you, how would you direct them? And that's what I try to do to myself. Like, okay. I would have told her to leave him a long time ago, you know? Okay. One more place that you probably shouldn't throw your ass in a circle. A high school football game or any kind of little <laughs> league activity, you probably shouldn't okay. throw that ass in a circle. I'm going to agree with you there just because there's a lot of judgy moms and it's not even for the kids. It's just if I'm feeling a song, I'm feeling a song. But okay. their youth is around, so I will sit down and and not do that. And and one last place before I let you go, before we go to something else, because, what, because these things are coming so easy that I'm not <laughs> even sure how you missed them. But here's one more. When they got you in the police line 
and they're trying to figure out if you're the person <laughs> through the glass, you probably shouldn't throw that ass in a circle. You know what? I'm like, was it this ass officer? Was oh. it this one? Wow. Hey. <laughs> be that some be, be some two-year-old kid on the other side going, that is the ass right there that my daddy was messing with. That's the ass. <laughs> no, don't do me like that. Brittany. Wow. Okay. Brittany, I, I got a question before we get started today, and I want to welcome everybody to the uh, DJ Eakin podcast with uh, Miss Brittany Gonzalez herself. So, hey, hey you, see how, you see how your name's all in the title? Somebody was like, yo, it's the DJ Eakin podcast. I go, please don't forget with Brittany Gonzalez because I don't, don't. want to get swung on. I don't want to get and swung on. And you will. And really? you will. Every, every time. Really? Yeah, Brittany, it's I, like that. Brittany, I give you so much props for being on this show. I appreciate you. No, you, you. do. You do. You do. I was going to say, I, I appreciate you being I'm here. I'm joking. I mean, I'm even joking. though you don't do any of the jobs that I need you to do when we're not here, I appreciate you being here. <laughs> Thank you. That's what I heard. You appreciate uh, me. Let me ask right. you this in, in front of people now. Let me ask you this, because now that we've started and, and, and the team Eakin family, I appreciate you being here. Brittany, now that I got you on the spot, um, what is the best way to communicate with you with things that I would need to get done when we're not actually doing the show? Okay, I you know what it is? It's 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 the way I if you were like oh, maybe start with a, a a nice compliment before you're like do this, you know, like start with like, hey Britt, you know what? I'm proud of you. Okay. And then ask me to do something. Or be like, hey Britt, you look so nice in your picture. Or, you know, okay. start with start with a compliment and then ask me to do something. Okay. So you're saying the fact that I actually ask you a question and you agree to it. That wasn't the right way to go do it. That wasn't the right way right. to go about it. Right. So so yeah. if if that so here's my question here because I don't like to be confused. If that wasn't the right way to go about it, then why would you agree? Well, because I I always do want to follow through. I do. I have the best intentions. Oh, okay. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm still going to try. Okay. So what you're saying though, so even if I compliment you first like right now like Brittany, the way you compliment that wall behind you it's, it's, it's pretty awesome today. It's, it's pretty awesome to me today. Along with the fact, your last three pictures, Brittany, I only saw one of them, but I like that one. Is that a compliment hey, to you? You gave me my heart, my life. Girl, boom, hit you right there. All right, what you need? Now, okay, what so, you need? okay, so what I need now is everything that we've agreed on you doing before. Can you get that done? So Yes! Because I gave, we, we were supposed to get that done. Were we? The intros? You mean like me asking you to pick out three video clips that you liked about our oh, show? That was an us project? Yo, you're right. That was me. And I got one and I need two more. Okay. okay. But you're saying now, though, in front of the DJ, in front of the team, Eakin family, um, that you will get them done because I did start out complimenting you and I liked the picture, all that stuff. I took the right route. Thank you. Yes, they will okay. be done. Okay. I just, Bye look, tomorrow. Brittany, here's the thing with me. I am all about, I am solution-based for 2021. That's that's my new I, motto. I love that. You love that? Teach me. Teach okay. me. Well, we'll work on that <laughs> with you. Brittany, let's do, let's do this right now because I'm not even sure where I want to go with the pod today. So okay. I will ask you this. Would you like to do young boy rap? Would you like to do... Ooh, I get categories. Ooh, it's like... Would it's you like, like um, to do... Would you like to do... Break. Would you like to do... Young boy rap or bruh, you knew better. Or Ooh. my third category. My third category is um what would you call it? The third is category is the third category is how long is too long? That's the third category. How long is too long? All right, I'm down to two or three. 
scratch out the first one. Uh, how long is too long for what? That's the category. How long is too long? And bruh, That's you knew better. I like the bruh. When we start with bruh, let's go with bruh. Okay. Well, let me you go ahead and, and tell you this because I was actually cheating. Bro, you knew better. And how how long? What was it? How long? What did I say? I don't even know what I said. How long the is last, too long? Oh, yes. yeah. How long is too long? And bro, you knew better. They're actually the same category. They are. I just, I just gave them to you differently. So let's talk about it's actually sports, Brittany, but it's sports <laughs> and real life, which is why I know you can handle it. I know, okay. I know sometimes I have to give you these stories early, but... You heard about the uh, New York Mets firing their new general manager, Jared Porter, over lewd text. What? No, I didn't, but I'm definitely interested. What? Did, I need well, to know what these I, are. Well, I, 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 I sent your story, but I know you're busy, so here it is. That's a, Okay, go ahead. The uh, Basically, the long and short of it is, back in 2016, this guy, Jared Porter, worked for the Chicago Cubs. Worked for the Chicago Cubs. He was a scout of some sort or something like that. But he worked in the Chicago Cubs in the office setting. He wasn't a player. He was in the office. He meets a, she's a foreign reporter, but she she covers sports and stuff. But she's actually, but she's actually a foreign, she's a foreign national. So she doesn't really speak the best English or, or that sort of thing. From watching this story on ESPN this morning, they met in an elevator. Must have exchanged numbers or something like that. And because I, because I know you do well with examples that kind of include you, let me use us as the example. You okay with that? Yeah. Okay. So you and I meet in an elevator. Some kind of way, we exchange numbers. Mm-hmm. I text you. Just a couple of texts here and there. You shoot me back. How you doing? How's it been? Whatever, whatever, whatever. whoop whoop And then next thing you know, I'll shoot you a selfie. You laugh. You joke. You shoot me a selfie back. Yeah. I'll shoot you a couple of more pictures. And then somewhere in there, I'll shoot you a bulge shot. I'm oh, laying oh. on a bulge, oh. like I'm laying on the bed, and you don't see it, but you see like a little bulge because I'm I'm laying on the bed, and I give you that shot of my crotch, right? You ain't so asking. No, nah, it's from it's from, from it's from like up in my chest. Like I, you can still see the TV because I'm in a hotel and I'm laying on the bed. Oh, okay, so it's outward, outward. Yes. Okay, but okay, you can you. see that it's clearly I'm shooting the bulge. Okay. Yeah, now okay. you didn't. Now you didn't ask for that, but you don't really say anything back that says don't do that again. So yes. I say to you something like you see something you like or do you like or something like that, and you say yes. Now keep in mind your English is probably better than this reporter's English was because because I'm guessing she didn't. She kind of understood. She didn't because I'm gonna be honest with you, Brittany. And I, I have to be totally transparent when I'm watching the story and it got to this part. Right, I'm thinking. Well, she said she liked it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, how is this a problem if she's she knows he shot her kind of a bold shot, not mm-hmm. naked, and she said she liked it. So I'm still like, okay, well, you know, and I'm trying not to be a chauvinist pig, as you would call that kind of man. Thank you. I appreciate right. that. So, uh, okay. So then it goes on, right? And I think she said yes to that part, but she didn't shoot anything back or anything like that. Now, mm. I'm not sure if the conversation goes much further than that at that particular time. But then he starts shooting other messages. How you doing? What up? Whoop de whoop here. And within that, a few more crotch shots get sent. Now, Wait, was she responding when he she, started texting once her? Once he again? started shooting the text again, she was not responding. She was not. Oh, like, okay. like, you know, it, it it looked like to me as the story was progressing, it was becoming that meme. 
Go ahead, bro. Shoot your shot 50, the 50th time. What you got to lose? Like he <laughs> was shooting. Yeah. Okay. Like he was shooting text and she wasn't. This is and this is where I say, OK, now I get it. She's not even responding. So maybe she felt the way like, yo, like this is uncomfortable to me, but I don't exactly know what to do. And then it happened, Brittany. What? Bucky naked, fully erect. Stop. Get this in your screen, girl. Get this in your screen. Stop. Bucky oh naked, God. Brittany. Bucky naked. Bucky naked. Erect. Shot. Gave it to her. Now. Whoa. She did. She must have gotten with somebody because she got it's a pretty clear response. And it's like these messages are disrespectful pretty much I'm, and I'm and I'm paraphrasing it. She was like, "Please stop sending me these." You know what I'm saying? Whoop de whoop yeah. whoop. And this is 2016. Now, he says, "I'm sorry." She doesn't respond cuz she she was the, she had, she hadn't responded for the longest time anyway. And now he's sorry. He done sent the D. I'm sorry, my B. Right. So then Somewhere in there, I think the next day, he sent her another I'm sorry message. She still doesn't respond. And then he writes, let me know if you need any, any help with a job or anything like that. No, no. Okay. Now, now I'm, I'm, his next response gone. Wait a minute. Now, I'm giving you all of that right now. Again, this is 2016. Fast forward. She has left the business now. Now she's doing a totally different career field. She's actually gone back to her host country. And he's ascending, moving up in the ranks of baseball. And just, just lately, he gets a job as general manager of the New York Mets. From what I understand from the story, she now, she's feeling like, you know, Back then, I just, I just, I didn't know what to do. I kind of felt alone. I didn't really tell anybody about this, but I feel like I should tell somebody now. And her reasoning is because she doesn't want another female to be in this position because he's gaining more power, right? And it's like, well, if he did, if he did this to me four years ago, who knows what another female might be going through? And he shouldn't get a chance to have that power over someone else. So. Mm-hmm. She exposes him, and 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 oh, hold on. Let me also put this in there. She did this was this was investigated back then because ESPN, I think, investigated a, a few years ago. It was and what what did they not find? Like they investigated? No, no, then, no. The ESPN did investigate, but she at the time didn't want to be like interviewed on camera and all that kind of stuff because again, her career and she didn't know where it yeah, might go. And right. a whole another part of this story is there's not many women in baseball. You know, mm-hmm. so who can you actually turn to? Do you turn it, you know, right? Okay. So yep. with all of that being said, and I think we've talked about this before because I remember the Dave Chappelle special that we talked about, you know, the cancel culture. Mm-hmm. Do you think that it is right for this man to lose his job in 2020 for a mistake he made in 2016? Okay. Because the Mets, so- the Mets have said zero tolerance in our culture, now that we know about it and you have confirmed that you actually sent these texts, we know about it, it's a wrap for you here. Like, you're done yeah. as a New York Mets general manager. Yeah, but you know what, Egan? I'm so, like, I, I get there's a little bit of, like, this cancel culture kind of going on, 
But I feel like, like you said, the woman pointing out that from her perspective, it's like now you have more power. Now you have a bigger position. If you tried that with me and we've seen this, it's ha it happened before. Um, I just watched too this documentary, not documentary, it was a movie based on real events. So what happened with a certain news uh station that like this was going on there where they, they, to get to the top you had about, to sleep. Isn't that about um like NBC with Megan with yeah, Megan that's Kelly a, I forgot the name of that movie but that is a great that is a that is a really dope movie. It was a great movie to, and it gave you perspective on what happens in in these in these buildings where there's a it's male dominated and when you want to get to the top what it takes and what the positions that you're put in so she is absolutely right to be like you know what i have to save these other girls it'd be different if like that if she didn't say anything about that she's just like now it's, it's a lawsuit it's money you know she's like looking for that it, then you know you got to start questioning things but at the same time it doesn't take away that that happened and that's real so for me, yeah, we have to make an example out of men like this because it sends a message that this is not going to be tolerated and it's not going to continue. And if it happened to him, it can happen to anybody. I put that puts more fear. I hate not to use the word fear, but it just hesitation, maybe more professionalism. I think it's just going to make the workplace better and more, you know, like give women a real chance. So, no, I, I actually like, yeah, you don't feel anything. You're just like, he should be I gone. don't. I don't, now, especially now, if he offered her the job, a job. Well, he like, didn't exactly offer her a job. He kind of just said, which I guess you could say is kind of an, uh, uh, um, yeah, it's kind of like swaying that way. Like, girl, you know, I could help you. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm, like he was like, if mm -hmm. you need, if you need help with a job or anything, just let me know. Now, now, and the movie you're talking about is called Bombshell. And it's about the, the women who had gotten sexually harassed in the, uh, going for the news jobs or whatever. And it's, it is, it's a really dope movie. And, and yeah, it's a really dope movie. But let me ask you this. Would you feel different, though, um, if this happened in 2016, right? And then, mm -hmm. which we know a lot of guys don't do this, or people, period. If he would have said, I'm going to go and get some help because this was wrong. And then when this came out, right, it's like he's got documentation where I was, and he comes out and is like, I'm, I was dead wrong. I, I did apologize, but it didn't make it any better. So since then, I've gone and gotten some help. And he's got documentation where he's gone and got some help. And all the other, and women since then that have worked with him have been like, he's been the stellar gentleman. He's done, he said nothing crosswire, would, cro nothing crazy. Would you feel better about, would you say then that this man should keep his job? When did he get the training or, or like, go get no, no, help? No, 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 like no. Again, again, I'm giving you a what if. I ain't got no proof he oh, did no training. Oh, no, 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 no. No, let me clear that up. I'm not saying this guy got training or nothing like that. Or he went and got counseling. But if he did. Right, I'm saying, did. right, because because cancel culture, and you and I have talked about this. I'm just not, I'm not a big fan of cancel culture, but I am, to your point, a fan of change behavior, right? Yes. So it's like, if I walk around all the time and I'm like, bitch this, bitch that, bitch this, and you're like, he can... I don't want to be called a bitch. So don't call me a bitch. You know what I'm saying? So then not only do I respect you, but I'm like, damn, Brittany just taught me something there. And now you around me and you see me, I'm never using the word bitch to, to talk about a woman, to call a woman that that's changed behavior. I'm a yeah. big fan of that. So you didn't just cancel me as a friend, but you did let it be known like Eakin, man, if you keep calling me a bitch, we not going to be friends. You right, understand what I'm saying? Right. So, and mm -hmm. I guess when I put cancel culture in, I, I was just asking you like, hypothetically, if this man would have like, you know, 2016, he did all of this. And he's like, bro, I really fucked up. And then he went and he saw, you know, like a, a doctor or even talked to somebody that was close to him like you are to me. And you was like, bro, he can, you might need to get some help, man. Just go go talk to somebody about what you got going on because this isn't right. And then I took yeah. those steps and you've seen me change. My, my, my counselor is like, this has really been working. So from 2017 up until now, I've gotten this job. 
it's proven that my behavior's changed. No one else is coming out the woodwork. People are like that have worked with me are like, he might have done this back then, but he has really been, you know, a stellar yeah. person to but work I... with, that sort of thing. And not that people are doing that, but I'm asking, would you feel a little different if you knew someone took those steps? Yes. Yes, I would feel differently just because, you know, to, and it'd have to be like over a year of help. Like this right. one, I've been like, he heard about the the lawsuit and he's like, right, I gotta go see somebody, right. you know? So yeah, he was actively doing that. And she may or may not have known that if he did or if he was, you know, so it could still have come out just her thinking like he's the same person. You know, she doesn't know. He's probably not telling everybody he's getting therapy. So it does change it, but it doesn't here because he didn't. And yeah, that would that would be would have been very nice, you know, very proactive. But that's not the case in so many ways. And that's why I'm glad it is a big story. And he did lose his job because, like I said, we need to talk about this. This happens all the time in every workplace. And, and I know women who have been through this. And so it's like, yeah, yeah, he's got to go. He's got to go. And it's not going to be tolerated. Zero tolerance. I'm so happy that they did that. Well, let me ask you both sides. If you were talking to him right now, what advice would you give him? Um, that, you know, like in your positions of power, you have to be, you, you need to be fair. You need to look at women as not like just objects, pieces that, you know, something to uh, obtain that like, I think that there's a lot of things to it, but just there's just, there's got to be there's uh, I don't know his perception of power and what comes with it. You know, I think that there's a lot of like where women don't have the same respect walking into a building as a man. We just don't. You know, that's why there's fewer of us in a building. By the way, in December alone or was yeah, uh, 2020, there was one hundred and forty thousand dollars or one hundred and forty thousand employees that lost their job. Right. All women. Yeah, I saw that. All I was that blew women. me though. I and 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 hold up. I don't. I don't think it. I think it, when it equaled out, I think that's the way it was. Or was it just 140 women? I mean, I, I saw what you saw though, because they were yeah. like, and cert, a certain amount of men got new jobs. Right. right? Yeah. Yeah, but 140,000 women lost their job. Like that was real. And it just goes to show you why. Why are we? There's. You're not going to tell me that that many women. We're, we're meant to be out the door versus a man. And it's not to say like women are better than men, none of that, but there's clearly an inequality going on here. Like it can't be all the women in the building, but the men have the power. So who's gonna make those calls? Who's gonna let them go? Huh, I right. wonder, and, I wonder the correlation. And let me, uh, let me, uh, let me uh, get to your stat. Cause that, that was a big one. Um, yeah. That, that, cause I, I saw that too. And I was just like, what, how in the hell, you know? Um, the U.S. posted a surprise decline in payrolls in December, and all of the 140,000 jobs lost were held by women, according to data. And this is on businessinsider.com. So, yeah. um, wow. I, that one's still blowing me because I'm just thinking, like, there's some pretty whack dudes in, in corporate America. So I don't know who's cutting these. <laughs> like, seriously, and I, and I am a dude. It's some, it's some pretty dope women that are working in corporate America. So I'm wondering how you cut 140,000 women and no dudes were in there whatsoever. It's crazy, Eakin, and it's real, and it's real. So I'm I'm happy for her coming out for this reason alone. Like, got to change. We got to start moving stuff, changing stuff. But do you think there should be a time limit on it, Brittany? Because like I said, again, you know me. Like, I am very much, like I said, I am very much, we all make mistakes. And, yes. and some bigger than others. Some way bigger than others. So, again, again, anybody listening right now, I'm not discounting what he did wasn't garbage. It was straight trash. You know? Right. But... 
should we have a limit on, on when somebody and it's like it's like the Dave Chappelle special. Dave goes, I don't care when you did it, you did something wrong. I'm coming back, I'm gonna tear down everything you ever done. You know. I think you're looking at it as a as a place from growth that you you do believe like people can grow, people can change. I don't think that's the majority though, and that's the issue. I you know, if you don't make people confront their what they've done, if you never have, then there there can't be a, you can't put a time limit on that. You don't know when someone's ready to speak. And at that time, like you said, where she was saying, I, I'm a, one of the few women in this building, and I'm trying to get a job here. I don't want to be the one that's causing trouble or making it seem like, oh my God, this guy's doing this stuff to me. So now every man in the building is afraid to talk to me or interact with me because they think I'm going to overreact. Because I'm sure there was men in that building that would have saw nothing wrong with what he was doing. Right. You know, I mean, like for the most part, they would have just shrugged it off the shoulder, like, ah, oh, whatever. Whatever, that's so-and-so doing that like who cares don't respond to the text or just ignore it you know like there's those attitudes too so you're talking about a place from growth which is different when someone actively tries to change addresses confronts their wrongdoing like he didn't try to fix that he didn't go back and be like i was wrong for that I, i'm gonna get help for this or what can i do to make this better you know he didn't do any of that so that's what i mean where you can't put a time limit on it but if someone, you know, you can try to fix it before it gets to that point where this person feels like they need to tell the world, you know? Right. Well, I, I, I'm only looking at it as a place from growth because I try to look in the mirror. Like, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm yeah. very big on everybody's always telling somebody else what to fix, right? But they never look in the mirror. And yep. if all of us looked in the mirror first and, and worked on that person, I just think by the time you went outside, if we all were doing that inside, then the world would be a much better place, right? And I know how many fuck-ups I've had. I know how much stuff that I've been like, man, I wish I would have just had that one back to handle differently. You know what I'm saying? But right, also at right. the same time, I'm also, you know, so I feel like if somebody went back to some shit I did five years ago, they might be like, man, how is he even in that position? Like, why would they even have him in that position? You know what right, I'm saying? Because right. first of all, let's, let's even look at how slick I am with the tongue. You know, man, somebody say some shit to me. You know me. I am quick with it. I'll be like, yo, you don't get all the way the, you know, I'm just, but like, I'll, I'll give you a perfect example. And I won't call any names here. I work with an individual right now. And we do recaps. We do things of this nature, right? And every time this person writes something, I feel a slight. Like, I feel like they're trying to get like a slight across. The mm. normal me, the old me of six, seven years ago would be like, probably at his chest. Like, yo, bro, like. You can just holler at me. Like if you, you don't, you don't have to, because, because things that I feel that are racist, which is what I kind of feel this is, are, I don't really, I don't really have a, a long patience for that. Yeah. But I'm also learning that kind of when you're in like maybe what could be close to a corporate setting, even though it's not exactly, you kind of have to go in a little differently because normal, mm -hmm. I just be like, bro, like, like I understand racist, racism. Like this is, this is racism, bro. Like when you say stuff like, like it's getting hood or ghetto. Bro, I know what you mean when you say that stuff. Yeah. And you can yep. you can go, awa, awa, awa. Bro, I've been in this long enough to understand what you mean. But yep. instead of going to his chest, I'm trying to take the proper channels and, you know, address it that way. Like get in a yeah. meeting and be like, yo, so these things right here are actually bothersome not only to me, but other people on the team. Either you can explain them now without us having to go further, or we can stop it and all be on the same team from here. Yeah, or we, or we can get into some gangster shit. Okay, I don't say that part. I don't. I don't. That, <laughs> I don't. I don't say that part. But what I'm what I'm saying is like you know that has been the, the growth for me that I've had to work on because I I'm quick to be like yo bro like who you talking to you know right, because people get in these settings and and they say crazy things and you know then in my case 
oh, here comes the angry black man. Bro, just because you say this shit in a softer voice or you try to have a little smirk on your face when you say it does not make what you say any better. Right. You know, and in this society we live in that. And so not to get totally off on a tangent, that has been one of the big things that I've worked on trying to grow on. Like, you know what? Some stuff ain't even worth arguing in this thing or jumping at right here. Walk backwards, mm-hmm. take a deep breath and, you know, then address it, you know, in these steps to take that route. And if it doesn't work, then you can at least say that you tried it that way. And I'm yes. going to tell you something else I've learned that I'm going to use on you soon. This is oh, what I've learned, Brittany. Yeah. No, Brittany, check this one out. When things get what? crazy, guess what you can say, Brittany? What? We're going to have a hard stop Leave right here. Leave me alone? No, we're oh. going to have a hard stop right here. We're going to have a hard stop right here, and we'll come back. We'll, we'll table this again later, okay? We're going to do a hard stop right here. Hard and we'll, stop? Yeah, we're going to do a hard stop. And you got to do this, Brittany. Look, we're going to do a hard stop right here. We're going to do a hard stop. Yeah, we're going to do a hard we, stop right here. And, and we're going to we'll, table this. We're going to table this for now and come back later. I like that. I haven't had a chance to use it yet, but that that's my new one, Brittany. <laughs> and I just learned today. that one like two days ago. I'm, I'm like, this one works, Jason. Like, you know what? We're going to do a hard stop right here. We're going to table this. And we'll, oh, we'll, we'll come God. back. We'll come back. We'll come back at a later date. We'll come back at a later time when everyone else is calmed down, when everyone's calm. And we'll, 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 get, we'll settle. We'll get a solution. You know what? I do love that. I love that. I'm going to steal that too. Uh, but because I usually just go in silent mode. You know, I just go silent. I just, I take my time, my days, whatever it takes for me to kind of go through what the hell I'm angry about. But I like that even better. Well, here, here's what I like, learned. We'll, Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, to be like, we'll regroup. Yeah, here's what I learned, too. And and, and I, this is why I will say silence isn't better. Because, um, and you and I both were in this situation. It was like a few years ago, we were working at the same place. And we were watching people do straight, as we call it, fuckery, right? So, <laughs> me, I kind of... people in the back. Yeah, I kind of went, like, silent. I kind of went trying to just... I felt like I was just losing myself, period. Yeah. And I went all over the place. Dealing with it on your own. Right. right? And I went all over the place trying to find something that I felt was mine. I just was, I just was lost. And I, that's that my advice to anybody is don't take that route. You know, like we have to learn to sometimes leave these toxic environments. Like, you know, and and even, even. Or speak up on them before you leave. Right. But, but you know what though, Brittany, and and this is why I understand what she said in this story, the lady in this story who I, I don't know her name. You don't know who you can trust nowadays when you speak up. You don't. Even, look, Brittany, let me tell you something. Even in some of these HR departments, you'd be like, mm, this ain't really HR. <laughs> this like, ain't, you're out there drinking really, with so-and-so. Right. You're out hanging right. out. And then I got a problem with this person. Now I already know whose pocket you're in. You're not really worried about, like, fairness, equality, you know, right. that. So yeah. you're right. So, I don't know. So now that we're here, what do we do? We just we just hope for change behavior. I mean, no, I think she we, handled it right. And I think you have very good points about and I think we've gotten off on a, a side tangent. I think you got very good points about saying that, you know, you you should address these things. But I think in this society today, it's becoming a, like you don't know who you can trust when you do it, when you do address it. And here's the thing, Ekin, you are, uh, what I've learned over the years too, especially is like accepting the fact that like when you do the right thing, it doesn't always mean that good is going to come from it necessarily, or that like, you're not going to kind of like almost, almost, it's almost like a sacrifice. You know, I tell my truth. I, I live in that truth. I deal with this truth. 
Oh, and then I have to handle the consequences. And sometimes, you know, some people, it, it works out in your favor and things, you know, kind of you, you help yourself out. And other times you shoot yourself in the foot. You get kicked out the building. You, someone tries to get you fired, you know, like they like, OK, like you can create that. But you have to still do the right thing and, and well, the right thing for yourself. Right. So that's how I feel about it. You know, OK, well, you know, I, I, I think you gave me some advice in there. I'm not sure. Do you think? Well, you're not going to, if you expect to, speaking your truth is going to give you good results every time. It's not. Sometimes you're going to lose the thing that you think you love the most or want the most in that time. You right. could lose it for speaking up, but it's not worth your inner peace, your mental, you know, like it's not worth all of that. So then you find a building or a place, a relationship, whatever that is good for you, that does work for you, that pushes you in, the, in, in, a, in a better direction versus just kind of dealing with it or not dealing with it. Wow. Jason. Brittany actually gave us some Brittany gave Brittany gave us some. That might be a gem from you, Brittany. I'm gonna have to mark that down. Brittany gave us a gem. I don't know. Hey. I don't know what the date is, so I won't have to worry about what date it happened because I don't know what the date is. But you know. Brittany, did you um um can we talk young rappers for a minute? Yeah, let's do it. Brittany, I want you to listen to this clip from Pop Smoke. He's talking about 6ix9ine, and then I want to get your thoughts on where young rap culture is right now. All right? All right. I think that he was trying to be something that he didn't really understand. What all came with that? Exactly. So, it, of course, it got him rich. But then when you mix street shit with the internet... See, I don't play with the internet. I've noticed. Yeah. I don't play with the internet. You feel me? That's like federally talk. I don't, I don't do that shit. We're not going to beef on the internet. We're not going to talk too much on the internet because there's people watching you. Yeah, 100%. Everything. You feel me? Everybody, man. So we're not playing around. I think I think he fucked up by trying to mix that super street shit with the internet. and then he, Because you're just he, snitching he, on yourself. Exactly. And he got and caught he up. He realize it, yeah. He, he got like, caught up. Now, before I, before I let you go um, into that, rest in peace, Pop Smoke, where I found that at was on Instagram, right? Mm -hmm. And in the comments, somebody said, but the internet actually killed Pop Smoke. Which is crazy to think about because think about it. Pop Smoke putting his location up and all the stuff he had bought shopping in L.A. And when he put up the picture, he's in the Range Rover. He's on the standing on the Range Rover. It gives the address to the house behind him. That's where mm -hmm. those kids who actually went there to rob him, that's how they knew where they were. Right? Yeah. So the reason I wanted to talk about young rappers is because I've been having this discussion a lot lately with some young rappers and with people about the industry. And here's my take right now. I think we're moving less and less from real actual artists to we're moving to where, and this is just mainly in the hip hop, in the hip hop genre, to where mm -hmm. we are getting a lot of gang and street people that just know how to rap. So if, understand me now, it's a difference. There's a big difference between someone who wants to be a recording artist like Kanye West or even Jay-Z. When Jay-Z wanted to be a rapper, he said, yo, I wanted to be the best rapper. Now mm -hmm. he bought his hustle with him from the street. He bought his hustle with him in his way of thinking. But I think right. what we got going on now because of the internet and how we glorify a lot of this stuff is these people are literally bringing, it's literally, they're still active gang members, but they may have yep. a hot record. So the whole crew that's with them, they have no boundaries of like, yo, like we're in the industry now. We should be, let's try to make this, all this business legitimate. They bring the complete gang culture with them. And then we get people like King Vaughn in Atlanta getting killed, who was a promising young artist. We get... What happened to Pop Smoke? We get, you know what I'm saying? We get the whole whole crew locked up like Look Bobby at YFN, YFN Lucci. Right. Like, driving yeah. the freaking vehicle when they were doing a shootout. Right. We get that. 
what are, what are your thoughts? What is your take? Because I don't, I don't know. I really, I, I feel like sometimes when you, when you've been in this game for a little while, like I have, and you go to talk to these cats, you're, you're trying not to come off as preachy, but you are trying to tell them like, yo, like, look at your boys. Like you didn't get it. I didn't, I didn't get in this not to sleep good. Like right. this shit is real simple to me. We throw parties, we <laughs> hand out free drinks. Yes. We, we make chicks twerk. Egan. I shouldn't be worrying about getting killed in this. I give myself a, enough anxiety. I don't need no outside people bringing anxiety into my life, you know, looking around my shoulder. Like, I do that enough for, for the stuff I do in my life. So I can't, you're right. Like, I just want to have fun. I'm right. here. That's me. This is part of my life. I, I want to keep it as 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 uh, comfortable as possible. Right. So what do you, so what do you think that the so-called OGs and older cats, you think that they're, they're, they're making it worse by not, showing some of these younger cats the way or do you think these younger cats they just don't want to hear it anyway because i i i i am not big on believing that the young cats don't want to hear it i am big on believing that they don't want to hear they don't want to be preached and told what to do because if you think about it when you were a little younger you didn't want nobody telling you what to do all the time right you were like i had all the answers exactly and if you even <laughs> look at it like i think about when this rap shit started and and how my brothers and everybody was in it before me my mom was always like is there a reason that you need to scratch those damn records? There is not a reason for that. Just play the damn song. You yeah. know, but now that she get cars paid off and shit, you know, it's it's better. <laughs> but, you know, but before, you know, so at, in every generation, there's a certain amount of rebellion that they're doing. But I think that we need to find a way to work with these cats better. You know what I'm saying? Because yes. we're, we're losing too many of them to stupidity. We're losing them to, to drug overdoses like Juice World, like Mac Miller. And these are promising dope young artists. Right, right. You know, you got they got to have those conversations. Yes, all of those the, the old dogs, like all of them, were actually like the game. I would say Snoop Dogg. Um, you yeah, especially everybody loves Snoop. So when he talks, I feel like people will listen. You know, there's certain uh, Meek Mill has also become a great example. You know, like they need to talk to, yes, these whether they want to hear it or not, they need to have those conversations. And I don't know, but I don't know when you're in that gang culture, though, how, how do you ever get out of it? Or you just have to get everybody on the same page to like, you know, try to do business legitimately. And that's going to be a struggle, too, because I don't feel like everyone has that same mentality. You know, like some people are just going to have that street life for life. And that's right. all they want. Well, that's all they know. Well, the first point is, I'm not sure if Meek Mill is the one that you should have, like, be speaking. Why? Because, look, Meek Mill's got a crazy platform, but Meek get mad too quick. Meek was just arguing in Clubhouse with academics. Like, Meek might he not was? be. Yes, Meek, Meek might not be ready to totally be the person to, you know, to try to lead. Like, he's, don't get me wrong, and, and Meek's my guy. Like, I'm, I'm just talking shit, but, no, but Meek was in Clubhouse, like, in a full-blown argument with academics. Meek known that. Meek known to have Twitter fingers. Come on, we know. Okay. We know when Meek get mad, he known to go on Twitter and be like, oh my God, Meek is spazzing right now. So maybe he's You're not right. all the way to God. But no, here's, here's <laughs> I, I, and um, I've spoken to my cousin Clay about this a couple times. My cousin Clay from Grand Hustle, Tip, and, and Lil Duval, and Dro, and Travis Scott, and he's around all of them. Clay used to always say, the OGs can't become groupies, though. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's what's happening a lot, too. The OGs are becoming groupies. Like, you can't be in a room. I can't be in a room, Brittany, and know that you're embarrassing yourself and know I'm a little older than you and be like, yeah, that's cool. I got to at some point be like, Britt, come here, chill. Let me holler at you. Because I'm, right, right, because, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't be like every, like, I feel like this. And and let's, lose, let's use Tupac for an example. No, let's use DMX for an example because I was there. Okay. We are 
in Tampa. DMX comes to the radio station, and this is right after he he had left Def Jam because he was mad that Jay-Z was taking over, and he had did a deal with Sony. First thing DMX does, uh, we're changing shifts from my man Stu getting off the air for afternoon drive, and H. Vidal's coming on the air for nights. Now, this is live radio. DMX didn't just start doing radio. There are PR people in Def Jam. He's got management. Interview is starting off great because Stu was like, y'all ain't going to believe who I got in the building right now. And X is hitting him with the, so you know you hear that growl. you like, oh, shit, DMX is here. Yes. As soon as he introduces him, DMX, guess what DMX says? Don't tell me he just starts with a curse word, just straight up. Fuck Def Jam. Bro! Oh, my God! Those were his first words. Fuck Def Jam. So we're like, because there's delay, we can dump it. So we're okay. But this is a major... 100,000 watt signal here in Tampa. Immediately, first things, we're like, we dump it though. We get it dumped. We're like, okay, cool. Interview goes cool or whatever. But here's where the story really gets interesting. His management, me, we all like, yo, man, let's go grab something to eat. What y'all thinking about eating? Let's go Waffle House, man. Now they got a tour bus, van, and something else. They jump on the tour bus. They follow me. Now, anybody who's in Tampa knows about International Mall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. International yeah. Mall is... That's where all the athletes go. All the girls wear heels to the damn mall. Like, girl, Brit- stop. We Brittany, are shopping. Brittany, Our we, feet hurt. Brittany, we seen you up in there with some heels on. Trying. Okay, one time. <laughs> exactly. And that's when I realized this is not worth it. <laughs> You're going to have to <laughs> like me in sandals, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you know anything about uh, this street, West Shore Boulevard, West Shore Boulevard runs right into the mall. Like, it goes right into the mall. But just before you get to that light, is a pretty popular Waffle House. Like, after the club, it be packed. Like, it's a pretty po- popular Waffle House. We go to this Waffle House. It's like about 4 or 5 in the afternoon. No, it's about 6 or 7 in the, in the afternoon, evening. It takes us 10 minutes to get the tour bus parked up there because we pull the bus up and bag it in. Now, get now mind you, they follow me, so I got my car. There's a van, and then there's the tour bus. Mm-hmm. Takes us like 10 minutes to get the bus backed up in there. In the midst of trying to back the bus up in there, DMX and the young lady he was with, they go inside Waffle House. Okay. I don't know what happens. I do not know. I was not inside to see. This is the next thing I get. We have just parked the bus. The rest of us are getting ready to go inside. Hey, bro, we got to leave and find another Waffle House. What, 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 what are you talking about? He got into it with the cook. Who in the hell get into it with the cook at Waffle House at 7 in the evening? As a matter of fact, the Ratchet crew ain't even there at 7. They don't come until like after midnight. Oh, right? yeah, even the, after that. But the, yes! The crew that come in with the slides on and shit, that be, you know, that crew, that crew is after club crew. Because nobody want to work that shift and they know a few people that come in there. This is like 7 in the evening. We literally, they literally, and, and this is what I'm talking about when you got to have a crew that you respect and understand. Because to me, someone should have pulled DMX to the side right then and been like, bro, come on, bro. We got we at Waffle House, bro. We got to calm this down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that's not what happened. They were like, Let's we got to find, go. find another Waffle yeah. House. Let's go. You know, and, and I and I get it. And this, like I said, it wasn't like everybody was recording things at this time or whatever. It's mm-hmm. just, I distinctly remember it because I'm like, X's passion, X's music was getting oversha- overshadowed by these little antics right here. So we were forgetting mm-hmm. how dope of an artist he was and starting to talk about any little incident like this. And then it started to be yeah. talking about drugs and this and that and the other. And next thing you know, we were forgetting how dope of an artist he was. And every every blogger, per se, 
we were talking about any trouble he got into. Yeah. And that yeah. to me is what we need to be having these talks with these younger dudes about. Because if you want to be a musician, bro, and you've already got a, like a nice start, like the kid YNW Miley that was, that was in, that's down in South Florida, that's locked up now for supposedly he's, he's accused of killing two of his friends. Like yeah. this kid was on Kanye's radar. Oh, like, wow. I'm not saying that that's the end all be all, but when you, but a you new rapper, when you a new rapper coming out of Florida and Kanye's like, yo, like this kid is dope. And you got a record burning up the chart. The last thing you should be doing is committing murder, which the people that you call friends. And again, this is a legend. I didn't, I don't, he hasn't been found guilty. He's locked up. But to me, these kind of cats need more OGs because that way to me, they can keep focusing on being an artist and being a dope artist and being better at their craft. But the OG can't be a groupie. He got to be like, yo, bro, we got to be at radio on time. You're going to yeah. do this. And you got to prep him. Yo, okay, we got to get him a PR person to get him better at when he's interviewing with Brittany down in Fort Myers, when he's talking to Shorty, when he's talking to Buckwheat, you know, that he, that he actually can add something to the interview because these are the people want to hear from them. Yeah, yeah. Those conversations got it. They have to be had, but I just don't think they see it as the, their problem. You know, like it's just, it's just this is part of the game. Either you make it or you don't. Either you, you know, you wise up or you don't. I, think I don't think there's a lot of mentorship. Yeah, there's not though, because you're actually a lot of these dudes are actually eating off of these kids. You know, they're eating yeah. like you know they're eating off the show money. They're eating off of this. They're eating off of these kids acting a fool on social media. And then when they're gone, you know, we got a T-shirt on. I really miss my bruh. When you probably could have, you know, like I look at, I look at the juice world thing, right? I'm not sure what exactly happened on that plane, but I just feel like there had to be a moment where somebody could have said juice world, do not take those pills yeah. or don't, don't drink or take whatever you took. Because from what I understand, he took, you know, from the story that came out when they saw the feds or whoever coming for the plane, that that's, that's when he popped right. the pills or took whatever, whatever. There had there had to be time to say, bro, we just gonna wear this charge. I'll wear it. You know what I'm saying? Somebody gotta yeah, wear it. For, yeah. Because that way you're still alive. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? You're not overdosing and we hoping we can save you, which they ultimately couldn't. Oh my God. I forgot you know? that that's how he went. Yeah. And Juice World was what, 21, 22? That is so crazy. You know, so I don't know. I don't I don't wanna seem like I'm preachy here. I just I just wanna save the next no. generation. We need to. We need to. I need to be saved. Somebody save me. Brittany, that's, a, that's another story for another show, and I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily want to get into that. Um, I do no, want to. Congr- I do want to congratulate you though. Before we get out of here, um, I don't know if you saw that I posted you on Facebook because I don't know how you did it, but Tom Brady, he won the game last week. Tom Brady in the book. Hey, what was the score? 75? It wasn't. No, it wasn't seventy-five nothing. It was like thirty to twenty, but. I didn't tell people that you said that. I just gave you your props <laughs> for picking the dude because you thought he looked better than Drew Brees. And that's how you picked your picks. And it worked. So I just hey. want to give you your props. Um, hey. I just want to know, you you want to go Brittany, Brittany knows again this week? for uh, Let's, Yes, yeah, I know. Because I know, obviously, I'm on a streak now. Okay, well, you got your phone? You got your phone? Yeah. Um, you can, uh, um, you can uh, Google um, Green Bay Packers quarterback. <laughs> You know, Green Bay pa- is his name. I don't know why his why his name escapes me right now. Green Bay Packers. Oh, Aaron Rodgers. I don't know why his name escapes me right now. He's like one of the best to ever do it. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Green Bay Aaron. Packers quarterback. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, got some good hair, pretty eyes. Oh, okay, okay. Well, See? he's 
He's playing against Tom Brady. The Green Bay Packers are playing against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this week. Does Tom Brady get another victory because of being attractive? I think the first picture I saw of Aaron Rodgers was his best one. So I'm still giving it to Tom Brady. Who's going to beat them down? He's going to tackle them. Oh, he's going to tackle them. Well, he plays offense, though. He doesn't do any tackling. Oh, well, if he had to. Oh, if he had to? He would. Well, you know Patrick Mahomes, right? The quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs? No, I know Patrick, the singer. Patrick Mahomes, the singer. Who the hell is that? What song does he sing? <laughs> I can't Look, Patrick. There's a Patrick Mahomes. Exactly. Or am I thinking of Post Malone? Yeah, you're thinking of Post Malone, and they ain't the same guy <laughs> at all. They're not no. even close to being the same guy. No, I know Post Malone's face. So you got Patrick Mahomes? I'm looking it up right now, right now, right now, right now. Oh, he's a little cutie pie. Is he mixed? Yeah, he is, actually. Yeah, he's adorable. He's got the little curly hair. Okay. okay. Well, what about Wait him? Whose okay. team is he on? And he's uh, the other quarterback is Josh Allen from the Buffalo Bills. Okay, Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Buffalo. He's a quarterback? Yes, he is, Brittany. That's what we're talking about. Uh, what you consider handsome quarterbacks. Ah, he looks like he goes fishing or plays baseball. No way, he plays football. He looks well, like a baseball player. Well, that's what I started out with. He, he plays football since he's going to be playing in the AFC Championship this week. Mm, not my type. Okay, so you're giving it to Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is going to take it. So what you're saying right ball. now, Brittany, so what you're saying is in our Super Bowl, we are going to have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Are the Kansas City Chiefs a good team? They are. Would you say? They are the team that is favored to win it all. But, really? but, but let me throw this in for you. Patrick Mahomes is not guaranteed to play this week because he got a concussion last week. He's in concussion protocol. So he may not even play on Sunday. So. Oh, then for sure. For sure. For sure. Was it? No, Josh not Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Jo- Josh Allen. A little cutie pie. So you're saying if Patrick Mahomes plays, it's the Kansas City Chiefs. No, I'm still going Patrick. No, I'm still going Josh Allen. Oh wow! Josh- so you're going, you're going Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Oh wow! So Buffalo. Buff- so you're saying the Super Bowl is going to be Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Buffalo Bills. Yes, I think that it's what we need. They no. sound like an underdog. No. I'm always rooting for them. No way! I'm going. Well, I'm still going for the Tampa Bay Bucks. So they're, never mind. they're underdogs this week. They are definitely underdogs. Okay. This week. <laughs> okay. So still, yes. You did a lot of pointing there not to even say nothing. You did all that pointing and ended with a yes and didn't get us anywhere. But I got you. You're saying the Super Bowl will be Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Bills. And the Bills. Bills. The Bills. You know who's who's going to be happy about you know who's going to be happy about that? Tom is going to be super happy because Tom is a super uh, Bills fan. Are you serious? Yeah, Tom that that was on our show. He's a super Bills fan. Oh, oh. Who were you thinking about? Tom from MySpace? Uh, Tom Brady. I was like, why is Tom Brady a fan oh, of the Bills? I, He's I on the bus. I thought you were thinking about Tom from MySpace. <laughs> My bad. Bro. Is he still alive? Uh, we need to do we need to find this man. I think Tom He's is, too quiet. I think, no, I think Tom got a bunch of money and just chilled. Tom got a bunch of money from MySpace and just chilled. Sometimes you gotta do that. He just but the buck. He just oozed, eased on Tom just eased on out of here with a bunch of money. He probably is. He's no, probably he got a bunch out. of money from MySpace, and he was out. I do he know that. He ran out already? No, why he would he run out? My... 
Brittany, long as he ain't doing what you do, he should have a bunch of money. <laughs> That's true. Cause yeah. I will, I'll blow a milli. Yeah, real quick, real yeah. fast. Yeah. Do you want to know um what happened well, to, to MySpace Tom? After selling MySpace to News Corp for $580 million in 2005, <laughs> Anderson left the company in 2009. In his retirement, he took up travel photography after taking photos at Burning Man in 2011. I don't even need to read Stop. no more. $580 million was enough for me to read. I know he got a bunch of money for it. Bruh, $580 million? Yeah, he sat for life for a few lifetimes. All I need is one billion. And according to cheat, according to cheatsheet.com, this was February, this was uh February of last year. He visits many different places around the world and documents his adventure on his Instagram page. He focuses He's got an Instagram? I'm he focuses, dead. He focuses mostly on landscape photos. It's pretty clear that he's living a pretty good life. He even bought a home in West Hollywood for 3.8 million. That's nothing. That's like a little like a getting an appetizer at a restaurant with that kind of money. Hey. He got in and he got out. Dude, I'm so jealous. That's what I want. Well, Brittany, you should try to work on a real project instead of just throwing your ass in a circle. That hey. Is, that, is, <laughs> that, that might get you TikTok views, but it ain't going to get you 580 I know. Million. I'm going to make it translate somehow. Okay. Well, I'm going to go on that note. Brittany, where can they find you at um, on social media? Yes. Find me on Instagram and Twitter. Brunch with Britney, uh, TikTok, Brunch with Britney. Actually, Twitter Basic Brunch. I was going to say, when did you become Brunch with Britney on Twitter? Because no, I just tweeted you basic. this morning. <laughs> I'm Basic Brunch. Oh, there you go. Okay. <laughs> As always, DJ Eakin across all platforms and uh, DJ Eakin TV on YouTube uh, for my entire radio influence family. And of course, the lovely Britney Gonzalez. I appreciate you, Brit. I do. Thanks. And uh, I appreciate everybody rocking with us here on the DJ Eakin podcast. All right. We gone. Bye. I'm Jerry Petuck, CEO of Radio Influence. I just wanted to take a quick moment to say thank you for downloading and subscribing to this podcast. There are a lot of people behind the scenes here at Radio Influence that work hard to keep you entertained day in and day out. If you'd like to get involved and advertise on this program, or you have some show ideas that you'd like to see us add to the Radio Influence family, please email us at contact at radioinfluence.com. We all have crazy schedules, so the fact that you took time out of your busy day to let us entertain you for a while means a lot. Without you, the listeners, we wouldn't exist. So thank you again for downloading and subscribing to this show. Don't forget to check out radioinfluence.com to see what other shows we also have to offer. All of Radio Influence's programming can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and of course, RadioInfluence.com. <laughs>